0: An unbreakable brand stands the test of time, builds your momentum in business, and paves the way for profit and prestige. An unbreakable brand rises above the sea of sameness. Welcome to the Unbreakable Brands podcast, exclusively for business owners and CEOs ready to be rock solidly seen because blending is boring. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, the founder and CEO of a six-figure strategic brand agency. Here's the thing. Businesses can be easily broken, but a brand can be both cutting edge and enduring. No compromises necessary. In this podcast, you'll hear the top strategies used by unbreakable brands that create massive momentum to scale, plus the driving forces behind their creators and founders. Let's begin. Oh, we could, we could fly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am so thrilled to welcome Sam to the show today because we're going to be talking about the importance of SEO and brand building and how it's truly a top contender for how you stand out and build visibility, which leads to authority. Plus, we're going to talk about how it's not truly your web designer's responsibility, but they should definitely be educated on implementing it. Sam is the co-founder and CEO of SJ Digital Solutions, a digital marketing agency, and how to fire a financial education website. Her story began in corporate finance before transitioning to freelancer in 2019, followed by agency owner in 2021. She is an expert in SEO strategy and content marketing and has helped hundreds of business owners owners, including myself, around the globe, increase their traffic, leads, conversions, and revenue passively. Welcome, Sam. So glad you're here.
1: Thanks for having me, Bethany.
0: Yeah, of course. So I always like to start out with you sharing a little bit about what brought you to the point you are today running both this education website and a major SEO agency. What
1: got you to that point today? It really came full circle for me it's actually kind of funny so my husband and i started our financial independence blog back in 2018 knew nothing about seo you know we were seeing crickets on our blog for what felt like forever but it started there after just like a real passion for finance and we like really dove into everything and learned everything there was to know about seo and content marketing And then the following year, I was really miserable in my corporate job and really loved what we were doing with How to Fire. So my initial thought was that I was going to quit corporate and work on How to Fire full-time and start bringing in some clients to help other people do what we were doing on How to Fire. So it all started there and then kind of just spun into we were growing and bringing in more clients and really helping people make an impact in financial literacy. So that brings us to today where we have our, our agency going and we also have still have how to fire. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and that's doing super well for you. Like you like have some insane stats of what you've done with that site in general, like kind of blows my mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's really cool to see. I think as you get more impact with building a blog And the more people join your community, the best part is seeing the people come and give you feedback or, you know, in our Facebook group asking really valuable questions. So really making that impact, I think, is the biggest reward from the whole thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Incredible.
1: I love it. Okay.
0: (laughs) so first SEO. Like if if someone's listening to this, like it's a term that's thrown around a lot. I love it. If you as the expert would just define it really quickly, talk
1: about what it is and isn't for me and, and we'll go from there. I would say at the simplest level, SEO is really when you're optimizing for when someone goes to Google and searches for like a question they have and, you know, a page comes up with a bunch of different websites And the higher you are in those results, the better your SEO is for that search term or search phrase. So there are a lot of different things that go into SEO. And it's really important to know like what you said, how SEO is not your website, not every website has SEO. It really comes down to how you're optimizing every single page on your website in terms of primary and secondary keywords, page titles, meta descriptions, even like headings, URLs, and the actual content you're writing is a really big one too. But even more than that, it goes further than just even what you have on your website because it includes off-page elements too, like backlinks that you've built from other websites and also your brand authority in your niche.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Perfect. That is such a clear description and I love it. And I think it's it's common for me to have many clients think SEO is their website. It exists on your website, you optimize your website, but it's not actually your your website itself. So that was such a perfect description. Thank you so much for clarifying that. So, my my next question is why would someone invest in SEO services as they grow their brand, right? Like why is this something we should be focusing on? And I think this would also be, would be great to hear your perspective for service providers too, because a lot of times when we're thinking about questions, we're not necessarily, we're thinking about like products, not necessarily service providers, but I think there's potential with both. So why would someone invest in that to grow their brand?
1: I get this question so many times. And when it really comes down to it as a You know, you're building your brand, you have a company, and when you're first starting out, you have your hands in so many different buckets. You know, you're the operations manager, you're the VA, you're the bookkeeper, social strategist, you do it all. So, when you have that much on your plate, it really isn't realistic to learn a whole new different skill set, keep up with all the industry updates, best practices, and all of that because you know you don't have the time and it's constantly evolving. So you sometimes you really just need that extra hand who SEO is like all oh, I lost that it. service provider does, and they're gonna help you really get from where you are and grow your visibility using SEO without you even really touching anything. I would say if you want to consider SEO or you've been thinking about it, I would consider. Like, what have you been doing with SEO lately? Have you been, you know, watching YouTube videos or downloading all the freebies? <laughs> you're not seeing the traction. Yeah. <laughs> you're not seeing all the traction, or you know, the effort that you're putting in isn't producing an ROI for you. I would say at that point, whether it's one of those things or just not having the time to stick your hand in another bucket, that that's when you should really consider investing in SEO services.
0: Yes, 100%. And to just the power of like, think about if someone's looking for, you know, in in my industry, branding for XYZ, like you could write blog posts that would get you onto page one of Google, you know, if it's a right fit for your site, and all of those things, there's like a lot of things that go into it, not just that simple. But the power of that is that someone is actually looking for that service, and then you would be able to appear and now you have this lead generator. And you've done this for so many companies and major brands, which is like incredible, which leads me to the question that I know you get asked a lot. So bear with me. But I hear this a lot, too, from my clients is like, is it even possible anymore to rank on Google on that first page with, quote, so many people like running online businesses, so many people in your industry? I think that's a feeling that a lot of people carry around when it comes to SEO.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a big deterrent that I hear and my answer is going to be both yes and no and I'll explain why. So, if you're trying to rank for really difficult search terms that, you know, in your industry established, well-known companies are all they all have content on them. It's going to be really hard when you're first starting out to have a slim chance of ranking for those terms because, you know, you're going against the really established brands. So that's when I say that no, you're not going to rank, but with my strategy and that one that I take with all of my clients is that you need to go after realistic keywords for your site size and your authority. So you have a better chance at ranking. And when you do that, you absolutely, it's it's pretty common to rank. It's a strategy that I use with all of my clients and we've seen really great success. One of my financial coaching clients in a year actually went from 100 page views a month to over 17,000 just by making sure that We have realistic keywords. And even if they're, you know, less search volume, when you consistently publish content over time, it really adds up. Ooh,
0: that's incredible! Yes, and if if you have a chance and you're thinking about SEO, definitely go over to Sam's site, SJ Digital, and check out the case studies page because, like, and if you want to see the the true results, I love this about Sam and her team. She's super transparent about everything that they do for people and the the real results they get them, like down to screenshots of Google Analytics, and and it's incredible. So she knows what she's doing, but you can see it there on page and and you've done some great work for me too, even around this podcast. So i I love for you to talk a little bit about this because I think brands can leverage SEO through blog posts. I think that's maybe the most common that we know. You, you want to start a blog and then you can have lots of blog posts and interlink them and do the strategy you just mentioned, making sure you're choosing the right keywords. But then there's so many other ways you should be incorporating SEO. There's like websites, podcast, you know, like you can do it in so many ways. So I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit and talk about what that looks like.
1: Absolutely. So when it comes down to podcasts, I actually see that it's very common for, you know, people for these brands to put out their podcast and they're more focused on, you know, who can I get on the podcast and Mm -hmm. what can we talk about rather than doing the strategy ahead of time. So many times brands will rank their podcast for the guest name rather than, you know, a search term that's actually going to bring their ideal client into their world. So what I recommend brands do is actually do keyword research ahead of time. So you can base all of your topics around keywords and you can still make it unique and show your voice and your character and all of that. But you can also be strategic about it. So you record that topic based on the keyword. And then when you publish your show notes, you should write a comprehensive article. You can hit two birds with one stone. So you write a comprehensive SEO optimized article. And then you can also include your podcast transcript and audio because that adds the value and the unique expertise that Google really looks for right now. And then as far as social media, and I think that social media SEO is really Kind of like not as clear as regular SEO, like go- where Google um, lays out their guidelines and has resource hubs about all kinds of different best practices. So it's a little bit more unclear. But what I found, like with Instagram or TikTok, is that every piece of content, whether it's your feed or your videos, they clue the platform into what your post is actually about. So they can know who to push it out to, so that means that you know your captions, your hashtags, your on graphic or video text, and even the captions of what you're saying they all need to be filled with keyword rich content, what you're talking about, and you know what everybody is searching for,
0: yeah, yes, a hundred percent and and your website itself, like each page if you if it's possible i mean it is i think if you take the time to do it each page should have seo strategy behind it too so that it has the potential absolutely. to rank even though it's not a blog post right
1: absolutely i tend to do keyword research for every page on a website whether it's your home page your about page your contact page services pages you want to do very general keyword research for those main pages on your website so Google knows just in general what is your website all about and then once you dive deeper into blog content freebies that's when you can do more targeted keyword research so you can have like a hub of articles underneath those broad topics
0: hmm. Yes, I love that. And I love the note about the podcast at the beginning because that was so helpful for me, especially in crafting season one, where I knew I wasn't going to have guests and it was going to be me. I knew I wanted to talk about brand foundations, but I wanted to make sure that if, if it was possible for me to hit keywords in those brand foundations, I could, you know, structure it that way. And I definitely see that all the time, though, once it gets to interview time is like, people are then starting to rank for other people's names and that doesn't necessarily help the growth of your brand. So I always like to, to think of like any content you're putting out there, which blogs and podcasts are owned content. You own that content, which is so much more powerful than social media or those kinds of platforms where you don't own it once it's out there and it's gone in 24 hours. And so the power of leveraging that for your brand is is really incredible. And especially if you can do it you know, ahead of time instead of kind of backtracking
1: to try and fill that in. But both are possible. Yeah, unlike social media, paid ads, where you have to constantly be funneling money or time to maintain your visibility, SEO, you can put that upfront work or cost if you're outsourcing into it. And if you do it right, it really can span forever.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball question at you Mm -hmm. because this is a hot topic right now. And I'm sure it will be Mm -hmm. in a few weeks when this episode comes out too, but AI, right? Like Mm -hmm. this plus SEO, there's a lot of, I would say, fear-based rumors as there are with any new technology kind of swirling around that it's going to somehow replace, you know, our our searches on Google, it's going to replace like SEO, it's going to totally change the SEO landscape, because you can essentially have an article written quickly. So what are your thoughts on AI? Like, are you using it as a as a basis? Is it something you love and are leaning into? Or do you think it's going to disrupt the industry? And how are you prepping for that? I'd love to know your thoughts.
1: Yeah. So it's not currently something that we are using regularly. I will use it to spark ideas for you know, blog titles or meta descriptions, but it's not something that I feel is developed enough to use it for writing. You really need that unique perspective in your writing and creativity and that human touch that I don't believe AI is quite capable of yet. And on another perspective here, I don't believe that we've been given enough guidance from Google yet To know if it's actually okay to just, you know, pump out AI content and publish it to your blog. And it's not really something that I recommend, you know, my clients or even myself for how to fire that we risk, I guess, what we've built to implement AI quite yet. Yeah.
0: Oh, I I like that. But yeah, and I think that's a good perspective, too. Because I've seen it being used quite a bit. Like, I love it for idea generation. I'm like, give me Absolutely. ideas on this, you know, mm-hmm. Cause sometimes it's, <laughs> you're like stuck. But I I I think it, it will be it would be interesting that the conversation is like, let's say everyone starts using AI to write their blog posts, and then there's all these generic blog posts, and AI is gathering from that. So it like, it would just become something maybe inauthentic, lose a little bit of a feeling to it. And like you said, it, we don't know if it's okay yet. And I, I'm i not anti-AI. I think it's very cool. Yeah. I just think maybe some caution around how it's used as of right now until we know more about how it could impact our brands overall.
1: Exactly. And I know that the bigger brands out there who, like, let's just say the nerd wallets of so the finance industry that they have such a high authority that it feels like everything they write is going to rank immediately. So brands like that can sometimes get away with just pumping out AI content. But for the smaller brands who are still building, it's very important to make sure that every aspect of your, not only your SEO, but your content quality is really top-notch and has that human touch, the content best practices, the expertise in there. So Google can value your content over other brands.
0: Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah, I think that that makes total sense too. And if your brand, like, you have to look at where your brand is in terms of how they're ranking, and if you have the flexibility to play with it or not. <laughs> Which I do not. I'm still working. Like, I feel like. SEO has been a long haul. Yeah. And I think maybe you can comment on this because I'd love to hear your perspective. But Mm -hmm. for me, it's taken, since I got serious about it, two to three years for me to see like a solid lead generation results in terms of like, I don't have to do anything and it's happening. I'm sure there's faster for other people too, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's something I find that Many people will give up on a little too quickly because SEO is not a overnight success at all. It's very much a long game. We find that people who are, you know, their website is optimized and they're consistently putting out content weekly, at least, and they're building backlinks and doing all the backend SEO stuff that it generally takes three to six months to see your first, I guess, little rift of results. So it really does take time, unlike SEO and paid ads, where it's kind of like spikes immediately based on trends and, and all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a time game for sure, which is always a challenging thing. I, in, in season one, I have a whole episode on like, you have to have patience to have the, the massive ROI, like, which can be a little bit of a challenge when we're in the like entrepreneur scale mindset. At least it is for me, but it has, it has worked and it's, it's been a game changer in terms of the ease of, lead generation for me. And it can be used for other things too, I'm sure. But but it's just been huge. And I'm so glad I did it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the great thing about SEO that I found is if you do it right, you're really going to bring in qualified leads, not just any old leads, they're going to be very aligned with what you're putting out there.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. I love that. So, okay. So I would love to hear from you. Your, let's say someone is, has kind of done it, but not really, Obviously they should be investing when they get the chance to invest, but what are, when they're at that point, like what should they be asking an SEO expert? Cause I, I think that a lot of people say they know what it is and what, what should they be asking? What should they be looking for when they're searching for this person? Of course you can just go hire Sam, but <laughs> what should they be looking for?
1: Absolutely. So I, I'm a big proponent of looking for somebody who has had success in your niche so whether that be in the in form of case studies or testimonials i think that's huge because every like seo can be very different from niche to niche and then i recommend being very transparent with whoever you're speaking with whatever seo expert that may be to let them know what you've done so far and where you want to go because the vision is very important for what strategy you know you put in place
0: and by that, you mean like the vision of how many, what what you expect, like how many leads or what do you mean by that? Yeah. So
1: for the site that is more established and already has blog content, your strategy is going to be much different than for the the brand who is just starting out and doesn't have any blog content. So just to give you an example, so for that brand who's just starting out, the first step may be... Optimizing the main pages on, on the website, such as like the home page and about page, and you know, pages like that. And then the other, the more established brand who already has blog content, we may be diving into the an- analytics first and really seeing what's working and what's not, and optimizing all the blog content you have first before then moving on to, you know, developing a keyword strategy and new content. So, it's and it's also very important to understand like. What is the goal of SEO for you? Are you trying to, you know, drive traffic so you can apply to ad networks and you just want a lot of traffic? Or do you want more qualified traffic where you want them to convert into consultation calls, leads, you know, your email list things like that? Because there's different conversion tactics and keyword strategies you can use in SEO for both of those different methods.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that sounds like a very personalized conversation that you need to have with whoever you're considering to, to come in and do this on your site. Okay. That's fabulous. So where can people find you? Where can people get connected with you, learn more about this? I think it's such an important tool that we can all leverage to make our brand stronger, to build our authority, whatever your goal is. So give us the rundown.
1: Yeah, so I'm very active on Instagram at SJ Digital Solutions. And then our website is sjdigitalsolutions.com, where we have a free resource hub uh, filled with freebies. And one of our top freebies is actually our SEO checklist, which walks you through a to do list of what you should do when you're getting started if you're DIYing it, as well as some ebooks. So I definitely recommend that you check those out
0: fantastic. And I will also say that Sam has a lot of different offerings that really pair with I mean this is a full service SEO agency. So whether you are a large brand looking for, you know, the the full shebang support on every level, do it all or you're wanting consulting or you want to focus on lead generation, she has offers for all of those things, which are fantastic. I will also say that Sam has an incredible... Uh, here I am. I'm pitching you because <laughs> you're. I think you're great. Uh, she has an incredible offer if you are a website designer someone, or even a copywriter, a service provider, and you need someone to come within your team and integrate in your team and help with SEO support to make sure that what you are offering your clients actually works and converts she has that as well and we've partnered before and it's been incredible so Mm -hmm. highly recommend you just review all of those offerings and then you sam will also like correct me if i'm wrong you'll get on a call or just like chat through options with folks too absolutely
1: absolutely i'm in instagram voice notes too so oh yeah if anybody ever pops in there i'm always willing to talk through any any problems you're having
0: Fantastic. Okay, amazing. And I'll make sure to link all of this as well in the show notes. So you can head on over to unbreakablebrands.com and grab the links there if you didn't catch them earlier. But thank you so much for your time, Sam, and for running us through the foundations of SEO so that people can start to at least consider using it for their brands.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It was a good conversation.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Brands Podcast. I would love to hear from you as you forge forward, not just as a business, but as a rock solid brand on your entrepreneurial journey. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Unbreakable Pod to continue the conversation. If you're a business owner and you're ready to increase your business visibility by creating and cultivating a legacy brand, reach out to my brand agency at Bethany Works Design or fill out my inquiry form on bethanyworks.com. As always, I am rooting for you. I would like to take a moment to thank my team who provides incredible support on our path to building and educating on Unbreakable Brands. Editing and production of our podcast is made possible by Kate Howard at Amplify Boutique. You can visit unbreakablebrands.com to view all the episodes or pop over to bethanyworks.com to check out my brand and web design agency. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, signing off. Until next time.